Just lift your hands right there towards a holy God.
you're enough for me. Let me see. God, you're enough. Come on, sing it all over. Cause you're enough for me. God, you're enough for me. Cause you're enough. God, you're
Somebody bless the Lord in this house. Somebody bless the Lord with all your heart. Somebody lift up his name. Somebody magnify the name of Jesus. Somebody lift up a shout of praise. Let this room be filled with shouts of triumph. Let this room be filled with shouts of rejoicing. Let this room be filled with shouts of victory. of Jesus. Let the contemplation of the Lord be 
Welcome to the Hope Universe, a live podcast with the catalyst of becoming and your destiny midwife, Dr. Hosea Tagara. Get ready for transformation, reformation, and destiny explosion until you become. Thanks for tuning in. It's a wonderful evening, morning, and afternoon to each and every one of you, whatever time zone it is that you are in. I need you to release yourself to love on the Lord and to worship Him tonight. We just want to plunge ourselves. In his very presence. Come from this place and fill the atmosphere. I need you to be sharing the link as you worship him. Put it in the inbox. Put it in the inbox. Make sure today you send it through in the inbox of 30 people. Something is getting ready to shift in your life. Sing it all in one voice. Come on, sing. Liberate your spirit and your heart to worship Him. He deserves your praise. Worship. We are praying in the spirit. Glory God is what we long for. Only Spirit, unto you shall the gathering of the people be. We come as a people coming to you. We long for you. Karebele hasa tati bakande zama. 
Kem Pantola Bizalida Kili Vazo Mandi Tales Sete Kapatila Bizaba Feel every space Feel every space Feel every space Mantolete Kapala Bizado Komandi Baroda Zitalenda Ziyash Ribliza do kopatila vazaba Lento tapa lezo ziba Kondele sandida Shatala bahaya Keprato sandedidava Thank you spirit of the living one Kamba do zetela bahaya Kebrada Mando sopra di zakaya shataba. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. I trust that uh, I find you in perfect peace. Even as your heart and mind is set on him. So we are on it again tonight. We are on it again tonight. And it's a Friday. In our part of the world. I am very much aware that we are in different time zones. But we're not far from that fact and i commend you for investing this time this night this morning or afternoon whatever time zone it is that you are in to invest it in the presence Tonight we come in his presence as sons and daughters. So I was in church on Sunday and one of our pastors was sharing something powerful and profound. Now I'm going to pull something from there and share it with you. The word was coming from a familiar portion of scripture. Popularly known as uh, the story of the prodigal son. So scripture records that uh, a certain man had two sons. 
and uh, one of the sons, the younger one, came to his father and says, give me all that belongs to me. And the father gave him everything. He went to a faraway country, spent all he had on loose living and riotous living. And when everything was spent, scripture says he came back to his senses or he came back to himself. And how does that happen? Because that's a phenomenon that happens to every one of us. He started to have a conversation with himself. Repentance is a change of mindset. And it begins and continues with an internal conversation. And so is prayer. He says, because at that time he was even longing to eat what the pigs and the swines were eating. And he says, I will return. I will return. That's what he said to himself. I will return. When he came back to his senses, he says, I will return to my father's house. He says, when I get to my father's house, type there, my father's house. Type that, my father's house. Type that, my father's house. As you share the link, type my father's house. He says, I will return to my father. And he started having an internal conversation with himself. He says, I will return to my father's house. Let tonight, let today, let this moment be a night of returning for some of us. Let it be an opportunity to return. He said to himself, I will return to my father's house. And he, he began to structure what is going to happen and what he's going to say and how he's going to engage with his father. He, he started, now he's seeing a picture of his father's house, but as he's looking and envisioning the picture of his father's house, he's not seeing the father and he himself as a son anymore. He sees the father's house, he sees servants in there, and he's envying how the servants in his father's house have enough to eat and to wear and a roof over their head. He says, I'll return to my father's house and when I get there, I'm going to say to my father, watch. He says, I'm going to say to my father, I've sinned against you and I've sinned against heaven. I'm no longer worthy. I'm no longer worthy to be called one of your sons. Treat me, regard me as a servant, as one of these. And the Bible records that what started as an internal conversation, like a discussion he was having with himself, became a reality. Became a reality because sooner he found himself in the presence of his father. Now watch. And the pastor said something powerful that 
this is prayer okay this is prayer in pattern because prayer starts with an internal conversation prayer starts with an internal conversation what you say to yourself in your heart this young son i know many times we want to focus on his loose living and blah but i want to draw your attention to his conversation first with himself he says when i get to my father i'm going to tell my father i'm not going to let the father tell me no i am going to tell my father that my father treat me this way there's many of us tonight you already prepared how you want the father to treat you what you want the father to do for you but this is what i'm saying to you that's the wrong approach to prayer you want to let the father say to you when you appear and when you come up in his presence what he wants to say to you let him treat you the way he wants to treat you are you are you getting the voice of the holy ghost in your heart let the father speak to you not what you want not what your condemnation is telling you not what your uh, desires are telling you because your thoughts are not his thoughts and your ways are not his ways the way you see yourself is not the way he sees you so you better come and say father i have come talk to me the way you want to talk to me regard me not the way i feel i am worthy that's not grace it's an odalisa kebrahalisa i feel you holy ghost odele parosodikaba odele senteba who is ready for tonight who is ready for tonight get this now it is an insult on grace and it's an insult on mercy to come before the gracious father and the merciful father with a premeditation of how worthy you are letena kubadia zaya lebreko sente kabadia sante lebehesta you get this chairs it is an insult on grace it is an insult on mercy to appear before the father on the basis of how worthy you feel or you think you are scripture says therefore come boldly kuseta labaya you get that tinashe therefore come boldly before the throne of grace don't come like a worm don't come shrunken and shrinking therefore come boldly before the throne of grace and ask for mercy to use in times of need but this son came and said i'm not worthy so he is approaching the father based on his worthiness tonight we come not by reason of our worthiness linda we come tonight not by reason of our qualification shakespeare tonight we come not by reason of what we have been able to accomplish tonight we come betty not by what we have done well tonight we come by reason of the blood tonight we come by reason of the blood the finished work tonight we come rose by reason of the finished work 
So he came, he came on the basis of his word. And, 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 and he, he comes before the presence of the father and, and, and then, and then he's talking to the father. Some of us talk, talk too much before we hear. Uh, let let men let every man be quick to hear and slow to speak. That is the art of prayer. Kula hade zebeaya, zikinta lesia talevai, lebera sonteba. Let every woman, let every man be quick to listen and slow to speak. This young man comes in the presence of God. He is quick to speak before the father even speaks. He is quick to lecture the father on how to be a father. Ina Ozedeka Palendezoba Izotentalikantiasa. He is quick to lecture the father on how to be a father to his son. Lesonde Kabadiasaya. Stop playing God. You be a child of God and let God be God. Izotela Baduza. We are still in the outer court. We are still in the outer court. Today we are going to go deeper. We are going to take our time. Because we are going all the way. All the way to your personal life. We, we are going to go all the way to your issues. I want you to be patient tonight because it's going to get deeper and deeper and it's going to get better and better. And we're going to pray even for individual needs. I promised you earlier on, we're going to take time and pray. I'm going to pray for individual needs. Friday is a day of prayer. Friday night. Friday night should be a day of prayer. It should be a day of prayer. We're going into the weekend. So we're going all the way. Do I have any witness? Anybody with me? Anybody with me? Anybody with me? Anybody with me? Anybody with me who is saying I'm 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 in we are here we are here we are here we are here anybody with me anybody who is saying we 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 are ready to go all the way we are ready to go all the way shatela bahaza as long as the oil is flowing the vessels will be here le basoko badia sante le vaso de la bahande zakapalegazia dava le sonde kebediasa now watch. Do not let your meditations limit your fellowship and your encounter with the Spirit of the Father. Don't let your pre-meditations, your heart conversations, your feelings limit what God can do for you. Don't let your pre-meditations, don't let your self-worth Limit what God can do for you tonight. I want you to open up your heart. Tonight is a night of the open-hearted. It's a night of the open-hearted. It's a night of the hungry. It's a night of the open-hearted. The blood-washed conscious people. The people that are aware of what the blood of Jesus. It's important that we start from here because we... Where we're going to go, it's in the Holy of Holies. We're going into a sanctified place. I am here to take you by the hand. Into a place behind the veil where the Father is waiting for you. Where the Spirit of God 
wants to reveal Jesus to you. Where the Holy Ghost wants to reveal the face of the Father. Where the Holy Spirit wants to reveal the heart of the Father to you. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God. Lisa Tekabadai. So we're going to be speaking and praying and worshiping and speaking and praying and worshiping. And I need you to continue participating all throughout. Glory be to God. So let not your meditations, your premeditations, limit or affect your fellowship and your encounter with the Spirit of the Father. That's what I wanted to come to. The Father has a, a better expectation for the encounter you're going to have with Him tonight. He, he is so looking forward. He is so looking forward to fellowship with you. Masote Kavalozadai Mando Sabaya so we, we, we took off, we took off and, um, the past two sessions were very, very deep and powerful. And, and, and I'm praying that if you're joining us for the first time, you might want to uh, play around this platform and, and, and check out the previous two messages, um, that we published. They will help you praying in the spirit, uh, and the previous one, you know, developing a hearing ear growing a hearing ear you want you, you want to listen to those two they will help you as we continue to build the case all right as we continue to build so you want to make sure that you have those you listen also to those two parts that are available i did publish them uh, they are available on this platform and um you are able to get those messages for free because they are people who partner with us to make sure that we are able to do so. And God richly bless our partners and all that are helping us to, to do what we are doing. Praise the name of Jesus. God richly bless you for all our faithful partners, um, for all that you faithfully and continue to do. The Lord gave the word, great is the company that publishes it and that makes it known. So we, we are talking about hearing God, hearing God and praying in the spirit today. Hearing God and praying in the spirit, it's a continuation of um, a subject that we have studied in this the third installment. Hearing God and praying in the spirit. Wherever you are, I want you to say this in your heart. If you can matter it, law, I want you to say, Spirit of the Living God, make your voice head to me. Spirit of the Living God, Guide me, lead me, order my steps in the name of Jesus. La Kapatalizadesh, Mandore Balahadiazaya. So, Jesus, in John chapter number 10, 
very important. But before I come to John chapter number 10, I want to start with something connected to the portion of scripture I made reference to about the younger son. The younger son's perception and premeditations about how the father was going to deal with him affected the encounter he had with the father. Almost affected. Almost affected. It had to take the grace of the father to persuade him. I thank God that God does not always grant us our prayers that are based on self-righteousness and ignorance. The mercy of God compels the Father not to answer our prayers that are based on our ignorance of who we are with him. But listen, a son is telling the Father, treat me as a servant. That shall not be your portion. You know why? Because I I, want to remind you of Romans chapter number 8, verse number 14. Romans chapter number 8, verse number 14. Romans chapter number 8, verse number 14. Can we do that? Can you drop it in there? Check that out. For as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. As many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. In other words, sons of God are led by the Spirit. Sons of God are led by the Spirit. So if you are a child of God, you have a right to the leading of the Spirit, the guidance of the Spirit. Hmm. Just by being a child of God. In fact, let me not use the word just by being because it kind of like belittles the the, the the fact that you are a child of God. You need to understand that it is the most powerful thing that has ever happened to you to become a child of God. So I can't say, uh, saying, saying, just by being a child of God, you're qualified uh, for, for, for the guidance of the Lord. It's like saying just by having a PhD. Just by having a PhD, you are qualified uh, to, to, to be called a, a doctor. It's like the word just will make it feel like having a PhD is an easy thing or it's a simple thing. I want you to know that being a child of God is the most phenomenal thing that has ever happened to you. And the enemy is on assignment to belittle and to play down the power of what it means to be a child of God. The enemy is on assignment to play down. If he can convince you that it's, a, it's not powerful, it's not consequential, it is no positive impact for you to be a child of God, nothing changes that you're a child of God, then you have, you have been robbed of the power that you're supposed to walk into. Is somebody checking with me? I want you to know that because you are a child of God, 
you have access to be led by the Spirit. The reason why the Holy Spirit was released in the earth as Jesus is departing was because of the sons of God in the earth. The Holy Spirit, the reason why he had to come as Jesus is departing is because God has a deposit in the earth. He has an investment in the earth. He has vested interest in the earth. And that vested interest are his sons. And God could not leave us as orphans. He could not leave us as orphans. An orphan is a child without parents. Good God Almighty. An orphan is a child without guardians and parents. Now, you need to watch. He says, I shall not leave you as orphans. In other words, when Jesus was there, he was the fatherly covering to children and sons of God. And as Jesus is departing, he says, you have a better advantage in the Holy Ghost. In other words, he has a benevolent ministry. He has a fatherly ministry over us. Romans, John 8, rather before we go there, okay, before before we go there, I'm going to come back to this one. I'm, I'm trying to drive a point and to help, help you to understand that your awareness that you are a child of God is a very powerful truth that is going to activate your ability to walk in divine guidance. Oh, I need to, is somebody getting this? Is somebody, if you are hearing me, let me see engagement in the comment bar. And I'm saying your awareness, your consciousness that you are a child of God is a powerful unlocker of your ability to walk in divine guidance in the leading of the Holy Ghost. If you don't know that you are a child of God, if that part of you is not awakened, you are going to walk in disablement. You are disablement in your hearing. You are disablement in your You are disabled. You are disabled in your ability to pick the guidance and the leading and the voice of God. Lift your head up, square your shoulders, walk boldly, knowing that I am a daughter. I'm a child of God. I'm a son of God. And because of that, the Holy Spirit is available to guide me and to lead me. Those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. All right? 16. What does 16 say? Those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. That's verse 14. What does 16 say? Romans 8.16, it says, The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirits hmm, that we are the children of God. I'm coming back to this. The Holy Spirit himself bears witness with our spirits that we are the sons of God. There's a lot of meat there. I'm going to come back to this. But give me John 8, 47. John 8 and 47. Kila bahasatela. Lebrado sante kavadiasaya. John 8 and 47. 
John 8 and 47. Sharon, you got to catch this. He that is of God, he is God's words. Hello, somebody. You therefore hear them not because you are not of God. <laughs> That's a hot one. He that is of God, he that belongs to God, he is the voice of God. Something, do you see? Romans 8, 14. Those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. Here it is saying, he that is of God. In other words, he that belongs to God. He that is a child of God. He is God's words. So, because, I, I'm not going to say if. I'm going to say because you are a child of God. This is an activating declaration. Because you are a child of God. You are activated today to hear God's word. God's words, God's voice. Unbelievers cannot hear the voice of God because they are not of God. But because you are of God, you have the infrastructure and the capacity and the technology in the inside of you to hear the voice of God. Sylvia, I declare your spirit is open. Your spirit is alert and awakened to hear his guidance. So two scriptures so far that I'm giving you. Remember Romans 8, 14 and John 8, 47. Those who are of God hear the voice of God, the word of God. Those who are led by the spirit are the sons of God. Now because you are a child of God, you are capacitated you have a right you have the privilege of being guided and of being led by the lord those who are of god they hear the voice of god john 8 47 romans 10 romans 8 14 those who are led by the spirit are the sons of god so your sonship your identity as a child of God gives you access to the voice of God. In other words, your identity gives you the ability to identify the voice that guides you, that leads you. You see, one of the places I love visiting are game parks. You know, the ability by which nature communicates one with another, it's phenomenal. So in my hometown, there is a park called Entro Park there. And there is a guy who is keeping large numbers of lions there. And we visited that place some time ago. And one of the things that happens now is these lions, each one is, its, is in, its, in its own cage. You see, when a lion, one lion starts roaring, you start hearing the other lions in different places that you were not aware of roaring as well. When a lion roars, I am a human being. All I hear is the roaring of a lion. But within the community of lions, within their identity as lions, 
they are able to understand and interpret the language in the roaring and they start responding to the roaring of the other lion over there. They know what that means because they are lions. Kila bahasotele biazosha ebrahosande kapilasa when the lion of the tribe of Judah starts roaring, <clears throat> scripture says the lion has roared. Who can but prophesy? The lion has roared. Who can but prophesy? In other words, what I'm saying in simple terms, when God speaks, because we are children of God, born out of the spirit God, we are spirit beings. So when God speaks, because we have the identity of God, the nature of God, and the DNA of God in the inside of us, our identity should enable us to hear his voice. Those who are of God hear his voice. Those who are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. Today, I want you to know that who you are as a born again child of God capacitates you to hear the voice of God. Now listen to this. Let's go further. Verse number 16 of Romans chapter number 8. Give me verse number 16 of Romans chapter number 8. Let's do this. It says... Romans 8, 16, bring it back. It then says, For the Holy Spirit himself bears witness. I want to unpack that for you. The Holy Spirit himself, because I want to break down, how do we hear God in prayer? How do we hear God in prayer? All right, the different ways we hear God in prayer. And why am I talking about hearing? I will explain why this why hearing is very important. Remember, scripture has shown us men should be quick to hear and slow to speak. But we have a generation that is quick to want to speak, but they are very slow in hearing. Your hearing should be twice a priority than your speaking. So in the place of prayer and fellowship with God, our hearing becomes very critical. Now, the Holy Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit. So, if you are writing down notes, number one, the witness of the spirit. Hmm. The witness of the spirit. The witness of the spirit. The witness of the spirit is one of the primary, reliable, consistent, and constant way God is going to lead you, speak to you, and guide you. The witness of the Spirit. Okay? The witness of the Spirit. Hmm. Now watch this. Let's, let's break that down slowly. Let's break that down. Hmm? The Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirits. Let's break that down. The Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirits. <laughs> the Holy Spirit gives evidence. He gives evidence, not to your mind, Duncan. He does not bear witness to your mind. 
Melo. He does not be a witness to your emotions. <laughs> he does not be a witness to your will. He does not be a witness to your flesh. He bears witness. Pastor Winston. He bears witness with your what? With your spirit. Many of you, Kinda Lazobra Adeze, I want to teach. Uh, something is pushing me. I don't want to preach. I want to teach these things slowly. Many of you are looking for evidence in your flesh that you are a child of God. Apalasida. Many of you are looking for evidence in your emotions that validate that you are a child of God. And these many of you that are looking for evidence in your mind that you are a child of God. The Holy Spirit does not give evidence to your mind or be a witness with your mind that you are a child of God. He be as witness with your spirit. Your spirit. So when we say you are a child of God, it's very important for you to understand which part of you are we talking about? Which part of you are we identifying? When you say you are a Zimbabwean, when you say you are an American, when you say you are a Congolese, when you say you are an Arab, which part of you is Zimbabwean? Which part of you is Arabic? Which part of you is British? You need to understand many of our limitations are because we have not properly identified ourselves as who we are. You see, when you enter into a country and you wrongly define yourself, your success in that country is already limited. Kunde Brahasodaba. Psalm 24, the earth is the Lord's and its fullness and all that dwell therein. And that Lord is your father. But which part of you is fathered by that Lord? Is it the flesh you? Is it the emotional you? Is it the intellectual you? Or it is the spirit you? And today I want you to understand that your identity is witnessed by the spirit. You know, if you enter in the courts of heaven, you might not have evidence in your flesh, from your flesh, that you are a child of God. You might, have, you might not have evidence in your emotions that you are a child of God. But the Holy Spirit has put witness and evidence in your spirit that you are a child of God. That's why many of you battle. Because when you are emotionally detached from God, you start feeling like you're not a child of God. And you can't pray. You are even hesitant to ask God. You are even hesitant to fellowship with God because emotionally there is a wrong witness. The same in your mind. When your mind tells you, especially when the devil starts talking to your mind, because that's the realm he wants to play in your mind. He starts to tell you stuff in your mind. Then you cannot uh, come to your father in the manner you are supposed to come and in the nature of your identity as witnessed by the Holy Ghost. 
When the devil points to your flesh, oh, who is ready for this one? Who is ready for this one? When the devil points to evidence in the flesh that you are not a child of God, remind him that I am a child of God by the witness of the spirit in my spirit. When your emotions are trying to tell you that you are not a child of God, tell the devil in your emotions that the evidence of my sonship is not in my emotions. It's not in how I'm feeling. It is in the truth of what God said and what the Holy Spirit gives evidence in my spirit. The Holy Spirit gives evidence to my spirit my spirit that i am a child of god so it's not a matter of feeling it's not a matter of thinking it's not a matter of wanting and willing and wishing john 1 12 says those those who received him he gave them the power to be no 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 you got to open this one john 1 12 john 1 12 drop it there drop it there i want to show you that it's not a matter of willing to be a child of god john 1 12 Drop it there. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. 13. Give me 13. Kalabraha eh? Verse number 13. Watch this one. Your sonship is not a matter of willing to be a child of God or wanting to be a child of God. It's not a matter of your willpower. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of men, but of the will of God. You see, your sonship is not a matter of your willpower. The evidence of your sonship is given by the Spirit of God to your spirit. That's why you need to pray in the Spirit. When you come to a place in the natural where the facts and the situation is challenging you and is trying to tell you that you are not a child of God. It's time you pray in the spirit because when you pray in the spirit, you are opening files of evidence, your birth certificate in the spirit. When you pray in the spirit, it's like someone who is being told, you are not a son of Tagara. You are not a son of Tagara. And then you say, no problem. Stand here because I'm going to go in the inner room and I'm going to take my ID, my birth certificate and my DNA test results and prove to you that I am a son of Tagara. And when you bring out the evidence, then the enemy who was seeking to convince you otherwise has no say in the matter. So when we pray in the spirit, we enter a realm of evidence concerning our, our sonship. And we are able now to So pray in the spirit always. When you pray in the spirit, you build up confidence and awareness in your sonship. I repeat, when you pray in the spirit, you build up evidence and confidence in your sonship you're being a child of god people that pray in the spirit they become more and more conscious of their sonship why because the holy spirit is adabaya for we did not receive the spirit of fear right of bondage unto fear but we received the spirit of sonship by which we cry abba or father so the Holy Spirit is the one who teaches us to speak like sons. When you pray in the spirit, there is a training of your spirit that happens. 
When you pray in the spirit, God starts training your inner man to relate with God and to speak like a son. And remember, Romans also teaches us that creation is groaning as in labor pains, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And many sons of God are not able to manifest as expected and waited for by creation because they are not aware of their nature and they are not aware of their identity. But one solution to that ignorance of your identity is praying in the spirit. When you pray in the spirit, the Holy Spirit bears witness, gives evidence, raises awareness and consciousness that you are not who you are. You are not just your fleshly parent's child, but you are a child of God. Therefore, you are not limited by what limits your family. Whatever they say limits everyone in your family cannot limit you. When you begin to tap into your nature, your DNA, and into the witness of the spirit. Many people function, listen to me on this one. Many people walk in the limitations of where they were born in the natural. Even their prayers are inspired by the cases they were told to follow their biological families. Now, here is my problem. Which part of you is in question here? When you know that I am a child of God and the Holy Spirit bears witness with you that you are a child of God, you will not succumb to the limitations of your generation that you were told that there are generational curses in your family. The question becomes, which family, which part of you are they talking about? Because the spirit you is born out of the nature of God. You are now a child of God. Jesus and the Akapala Zobai becomes your elder brother. The father becomes your generation. So if there is a generational case, that generational case has to be coming from God. And I want you to understand that there is no generational curse in God. There is only generational blessing in God. And when the Holy Spirit begins to be a witness with your spirit that you are a child of God, you start walking not in the consciousness of the curses of your family, but in the blessings that you have in Christ and through Christ Jesus. Am I teaching somebody here? Is somebody catching this? Is somebody catching this? Am I teaching somebody here? Am I teaching somebody? I want you to know that your identity, your ability to walk in your identity is very key to hearing the voice of God. Mm-hmm. Because if you think you are a God, when people are talking, you don't even pay attention. But when gods are bleating, you listen because you think you are a god. I want you to know that when you know that you are a child of God, when God is speaking, your spirit is awakened because you know that I am a child of God. God is talking. God is talking. So he's, talk, he, he's talking to me. You see, one of the things that has happened to me over the years, because I spent my time many, many years now 
in people of different tongues and tribes. 43 countries and still counting. And, and many times I, 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 I get back to my home country, to Zimbabwe. And when I land at the airport, I'm always turning when I hear people speaking. <laughs> I'm always turning, especially the first days. I'm turning a lot when I hear people speaking my language because uh, it's very rare. Normally, if I am outside the country and I hear anyone speaking my vernacular language, I turn because my natural nature, watch this, when someone speaks my native language in a foreign country, it appeals and awakens my natural vernacular in my nature, in my physical nature. So the Shona person identity, the Shona identity in my flesh is drawn to attention by a conversation of people that are speaking behind me. Who knows what I'm talking about? Who knows what I'm talking about? In the same manner, in the same manner, Karabla Azaba, the nature of God is supposed to be your dominant nature. But when God begins to speak, the God nature in the inside of you should be able to hear that vernacular language. Ah, yeah. That this is our vernacular now. This is our vernacular. When I begin to pray in the spirit, you should know that this is our vernacular language. You should know this is the language of where we come from. When we speak and declare the word of God, it should not be strange to you if you are a child of God because that's your natural language. That's why I keep speaking this language until it becomes normal to you. Until it becomes it becomes normal to you. Zevradish Abekaladai. Are you are you trekking with me? I hope you are trekking with me. Today I need you to be patient with me. I need you to be patient with me. So your identity is very key to hearing the voice of God. Consciousness of your identity is a powerful foundation to hearing the voice of God. Any teaching towards hearing the voice of God that does not teach you of who you are in Christ puts you on a wrong foundation and on an unreliable foundation to hearing the voice of God. Some of us, I have a very terrible attitude in the natural. My tongue is not very friendly to learning other languages. You know why? Because I just tell myself, this is not my language. As much as a foreign language is concerned, I think I have one that can enable me to speak to anyone across the divide. So why should I? So because of that attitude that I tell myself, this is not my, 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 my vernacular language. Or It's difficult for me to learn any language any other language. Do you understand what I'm saying? But when you tell yourself, this is my language, this is my identity, you unlock the ability to capture and to function in that language. When you tell yourself, I belong to heaven, the language of heaven becomes easy for you to speak it, to hear it. And the secret to learning a language, 
Brehaloza is to first learn to hear it. Eh? You hear it. You hear it. Listen. When those who are speaking, who understand it are speaking. When you hear more, those who, who understand that language, as they speak, you start developing your ability to understand it and you eventually you also start growing in speaking that language. So, Palisaya, Shandevra, Halazaya, Thank you, Holy Ghost. So, number one way God speaks to us is through the witness of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirits. Take note of that. Not with our minds, not with our emotions, not with our bodies, but with our spirits. That we are what? We are sons of God. Now, what, what message is the Holy Spirit bearing witness to or confirming? The message is that we are sons of God. Now, there is no powerful message than that. There is no powerful message than the message of you understanding that you are a child of God because everything follows that. Okay? Now, here is what I want you to catch this revelation. Are you ready for this? I need you to catch this. If God does not use an angel, watch this, he does not use an angel to confirm to you that you are now a child of God. All of you are born again, right? When you got born again, did you see an angel confirming that now you are a child of God? <laughs> did you see an open vision now saying, look, your name is now written on page number 345 million in God's book of life? You didn't see an open vision, right? But this is how God confirms that you are a child of God. He confirms that you are a child of God by the witness of the Holy Ghost. So if this is the way God communicates the most important thing about your spiritual life and identity, you need to understand that this is the way God also wants to talk to you concerning any other important thing in your life. Ah. Oh, this deserves a powerful seed, what I just shared right now. <laughs> if God confirmed your sonship by the inner witness of the Holy Spirit, then he can confirm your husband by the inner witness of the Holy Spirit. He can confirm your wife by the inner witness of the Holy Spirit. He can confirm your job by the inner witness of the Holy Spirit. He can confirm your ministry by the inner witness of the Holy Spirit. He can confirm your calling by the inner witness of the Holy Ghost. He can confirm your financial breakthrough by the inner witness of the Holy Ghost. There are moments I just wake up and in my spirit, I just have a knowing that something good is going to happen today. I open my mouth and I say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I'm above the devil. His permanent residence is under my feet. I know that God is something good that he has prepared for me today. I'm suspecting good news is coming from someone is going to send me a message with good news. When a message comes on my phone, I pick my phone with expectation because I have a confirmation. I have a witness in my spirit. Something is getting ready to happen. Am I talking to somebody here? Lebra hasashita bahaya. 
I told you in the preceding installments of this teaching that the born, the conscience of a born again believer is a dependable way God is going to speak to his children. I want you to grow in trusting your conscience. I want you to grow in trusting the inner voice, the inner witness. Oh, is anybody learning something here today? Is anybody learning something here today? Do you see that you have been looking for the voice of God everywhere else where it's not and ignoring ignoring the receiver God is? You know what? You were looking for a way of communicating with God, ignoring the receiver that God has already put in the inside of you to hear what heaven is saying. <laughs> The Holy Spirit is not dwelling in your head. Okay? He does not stay in your emotions. The Holy Spirit does not stay in your body. Alright? He dwells in your spirit. The Holy Spirit is contained in your spirit. Praise the name of Jesus. So I want you to grow in listening to the inner voice of the Holy Ghost. You will see evidence in scripture. If you want, we can go on with this series and I will start giving you case studies, line upon line patiently, of how God led his people, his leaders, his apostles, by the inner witness of the Holy Spirit. And if you want, we can even do a practical counting of how many times did an angel appear to Peter over his 20-year ministry lifetime or whatsoever? How many times did Paul see an open vision, an angel? And we, 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 we compare that to the frequency of how much we need God to guide us. You will be able to understand that the greater part of God's reaching to us, which we have been ignoring, is the inner inner witness, the inner witness of the Holy Spirit. Now, let me break this down even further before I go to the next one. The inner witness, somebody say the inner witness, inner, inner witness, you can say inner voice rather, you can say inner voice, all right? The inner voice comes in two dimensions, is twofold. The inner voice is twofold. Okay, the inner voice is gonna come from two places in that inner place. Okay, the first dimension or the first aspect of the inner voice is the voice of the Holy Spirit. Okay, the first aspect of the inner voice is the voice of the holy spirit speaking to you all right the voice of the holy spirit speaking to you but from your heart from the inside of you some people will just say something said to me <laughs> huh? or, or something said to me or i just felt and when they are saying felt, they are not really talking about feelings. No, they are talking about an inner leading. Okay? So that is the voice of the Holy Spirit. Secondly, the second aspect of that inner voice is the voice of your own spirit. 
because the Holy Spirit teaches and communicates with your spirit. So, the more you pray in the spirit, your spirit starts learning the will of God, the laws of God. Remember, we were teaching that the law of God is now written in the hearts of born again believers. God establishes a new covenant in the New Testament where he puts his laws in our hearts. Okay? So, the Holy Spirit in us is the source of all that God can say. The Holy Spirit in us knows the full will of God. And when you pray in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit starts training your spirit and starts speaking to your spirit. Now, a trained spirit, a yielded spirit of a born-again believer, <laughs> we will start knowing the ways of God. Am I still having people here? Let me see hearts and fire if someone is listening. If someone is catching something. I'm going to drop something right now before I proceed. I'm going to drop something now before I proceed. Listen to this. Listen to this. Your heart knows some things that your mind does not know. Your heart knows some things th that your mind does not know. Have you have you never come to a place where you you could not deny that you know something, but you did, you had no natural way of knowing it. Okay, about a particular person, you just had the conviction, and after a while, you then discovered that what you what your heart knew was actually the truth about that person. You did not have head knowledge about it. No one called you. You never saw it on Facebook. You never heard it from gossip from anyone. But from nowhere, you just knew in your heart something about someone. Or you just knew that someone is going to call you. You just knew that someone is going to call. And then that person called. You had no way of knowing. The person never said, I'm going to call. But, but your heart just knew. Or you woke up that day and you are just, it's like you just knew that someone is going to die. And then later on or a few days later, you hear that that person is gone. No one told you about it. It's not like you, 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 you I don't know if you get what I'm talking about. Your heart knows some things that your, your brain does not know. But now on that note, I need to put a disclaimer there. <laughs> I need to put a disclaimer. It's very important for you to pray in the spirit and to grow, right, in the fruit of the spirit. That is in the character of God. Because sometimes people who start in the spirit, right, or who hear the things I'm teaching now, which are true to spiritual people, they can like the application of these things and yet they live carnal lives. When I say carnal lives, I'm talking about people, for example, if you walk in hatred, remember the love of God. We taught that the love of God is the voice of God. Okay? That the love of God, the voice of love is the voice of God. That the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts and love is the fulfillment of the law. Okay, so when you grow in love, you grow the voice of God in your heart. 
When you grow in walking in the love of Jesus, you grow the voice of God in your heart. Now, this is the disclaimer I want to put. If you have got, if you become a believer who cultivates hatred in your heart, okay, who walk in the flesh, that is the carnality I'm talking about. Where you walk in the flesh, you walk in unforgiveness, you walk in jealousy, you walk in envy, you walk in in all these things, right? Instead of hearing the voice of your spirit as trained by the Holy Ghost, you, or rather than growing in discernment, you start walking in suspicion. Suspicion is not discernment. You understand what I'm saying? It's because you are paranoid, you know, paranoid people who are afraid of everyone, who suspect everything. And, and no, no, that's, in, that's not what we are talking about. We are talking about from a place of the peace of God, from a place of no fear in your heart, from a place of no hatred, no jealousy, no envy, no any evil in your heart. From that place, you are able to properly discern. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So if you mix this recipe, you are going to create poison. There is many people that walk in suspicion and claim it's discernment. How do I know it's, it's suspicion? Because they are not walking in the love of God. They are not walking. They, they, they are walking in, in, in the flesh. And yet they want to claim to function in the capacity of the spirit. Is this making sense? Is this making sense? Is this making sense? So if you want to grow in the prophetic if you want to grow in the prophetic at an individual level, forget about all those funny mysteries, false mysteries that are taught every, hey, what, 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 this, what, what, you have to do this to grow in the, forget about all those things. The genuine prophetic flows out of a place, a heart of love, a heart of a person whose life is yielded to God and the person who has offered their body as a living sacrifice to God, um, who crucifies the flesh, you understand, whose flesh is crucified with Christ, you walk in consecration because you surrender your life to God. And you, 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 you continue to surrender your heart to God in consecration and you commit to say, I'm not going to walk in in, 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 in anything that pollutes my heart according to God's teaching. That is a perfect place to function in a place where you are able to hear the Holy Spirit and to function in the prophetic. And when I say in the prophetic, I'm talking about a revelation of God's will, God's purposes, and God's agenda. Many people, when they think about the prophetic, they are thinking of saying this to, the, to that person, saying, I saw this. No, I'm, not, I'm talking about prophetically walking in the Holy Spirit's guidance in your own life. Am I teaching somebody here? So commit to walk in the love of Jesus Christ. Any major prophet who claims to walk in the prophetic, but they are perpetrating a gospel of hatred. Be careful, you're walking in darkness right there. It doesn't matter how accurate whatever prophecies are coming from there. The genuine voice of God comes from a heart of love. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. Okay. Is this helping somebody? Is this helping somebody? Go do more homework on the things I'm teaching you in the scriptures. 
If you see scriptures suggesting otherwise, come back to me. If you are, you see scriptures agreeing with me and with you, come back to me as well. Praise the name of Jesus. Right. Let's look also at how and how do we how do we hear the voice of God in the place in the press of in the place of prayer? Acts chapter number thirteen, one and two. Acts chapter number thirteen, one and two. Kaprahasa telabadozabai. Acts chapter number 13, 1 and 2. What does it say? Listen to this, guys. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was um, uh, called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene and Manin. Listen, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and so on. Watch verse number 2. As they ministered to the Lord. Hello, somebody? As they ministered to the Lord. Not to one another. They were ministering to the Lord. There's a difference between ministering to people and ministering to the Lord. Alright? They ministered to the Lord and fasted. It's very important that when we come in when we when we commit to prayer we learn also what is called ministering to the lord this is when we come to worship god and the focus of our attention is god not people all right the focus of our attention is on the father you need to learn to allocate some time that has nothing to do with your needs your requests and what you want where you just come to god and you are saying god i've just come to love you i've just come to tell you that you're worthy of my praise you know I'm just available for you. Do you want me to sing you a song of love? I will sing you a song. Do you want me to lift my hands to you? I just came to minister to you, to God. Eh? They were ministering to God. Sometimes the church is too busy with its own programs. Eh? Ministering one to another. And the Holy Spirit is packed in a corner. God is not ministered to. I love... I'm very concerned about where the church is going because sometimes our sermons are all centered on us, our problems, our witches, our enemies, our husbands, our wives, our children, our jobs. There is nothing that is God-focused. We are not focused on God. You need to learn to minister to the Lord. Our songs, we are even talking to our enemies during praise and worship. We are we even like the songs that are talking to the person in the third row. When that song is sung during worship, our volume goes higher because we want them to hear that we use songs to tell people what we cannot tell them face to face. That is not ministering to the Lord. That is not ministering to the Lord. Ministering to the Lord is singing him songs that are directed towards him. Giving him praise that is directed towards him. You know, staying and being still in his presence for him to hear. What is his agenda? What is his will? What is his purpose? What does God want to do with his church? From a place of genuinely wanting to know the heart of the father. <laughs> While fasting. So what happened? While they were ministering to the Lord in prayer. 
So our prayers should not just be requesting prayers. There are prayers we can do. That's where praying in the spirit comes now because the Holy Spirit knows how to speak the language of the Godhead. He guides us into fellowship with the Father. When we minister to the Lord, the Bible says, as they ministered to the Lord, the Holy Spirit said, an atmosphere of ministering to the Lord creates an opportunity for God to speak to us. If you want to hear from God, sometimes you need to put your prayer list on the side and minister to him. When you minister to him, he will talk to you. He will talk to you. He will talk to you about what is on his heart. He will talk to you about what he likes. He will talk to you about what he doesn't like. He will talk to you about his will, his agenda, his purpose. If you want to hear the voice of God, you need to learn to come to God without an agenda, but one. One thing I desire, which thing will, will I seek after that I may dwell? You have to come to a place of pursuing this one agenda. To dwell in the presence of the Lord. To say, you know what? This is my agenda. This is my desire. I just want to be in the presence of God for 20 minutes. I have no prayer requests. I have no witch to kill. I have no beg to the sender to do. I just want to sit in the presence of God. I just want to, I just want to be still and know that God is God. I just want to love on him. I just want to give God 30 minutes in the morning when I wake up. I just want to wake up and just sit in his presence. I don't want to ask God for anything. I just want to sit in his presence and minister unto him and worship him. Play a good worship song and give him glory and worship. From that place, the Lord is going to speak. The Bible says, as they ministered unto the Lord, the Holy Spirit said, Hmm? As they ministered unto the Lord, the Holy Spirit said. Because our sessions, they get cut. I'm going to restart this session because I want us to minister to the Lord tonight. As we minister to the Lord, the Holy Spirit is going to speak. Divine assignments, personal purpose, callings are revealed in the place of ministering to the Lord. Sometimes we are in a rush in the presence of God. Right now, some people are even saying this session is too long now. Uh, we need to go and sleep. Only to sleep and have nightmares. It's important that we also need to learn to give God some time and say, God, we just want to tarry in your presence. We want to minister to you. We want to minister to you. You need, you need to understand that any relationship where no one invests in fellowship and intimacy is going to die. It's going to be weak. With no fellowship, with no communication, the relationship is not going to grow. And if we're going to grow in hearing the voice of the Father and knowing the heart of the Father, we need to invest time in the presence of God. The church of today has become a master at doing things, uh, budgeting time for everything. So much so that we have a reason to rationalize why 15 minutes should be enough to spend time with God. Hmm. Hmm. But go 
God is looking for a generation in the church that's gonna there are certain ancient landmarks we cannot move if Jesus the son of God beloved Jesus the son of God Kelly you are late if Jesus the son of God if Jesus the son of God would spend the whole night on a mountain Praying alone. He was the son of God. Born without the seed of a man. No inheritance of iniquity in his blood. Testified of angels. Prophesied by angels concerning his birth. Grew up in wisdom and stature. No sin was found in him. But he would spend a whole night in a mountain praying alone. How much much You are even in your bedroom. Sleeping on your bed. In the comfort of your couch. You can't even. Jesus said you can't you tarry with me. One more hour. One more hour. One more hour. We want to minister to the Lord tonight. We want to minister to the Lord. I will restart this session tonight. I will restart this session because we want to minister to the Lord. And as we minister to the Lord, the Holy Spirit will be speaking. And as we speak, as he speaks, we will be declaring that and praying. He says, separate for me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work. Some of you, God is relocating you to other countries. Some of you, God is moving you into other carriers. Some of you, God is shifting your levels. Some of you, God is revealing the gifts and the assignments that are coming upon your life in this season. But as we minister to the Lord, God is going to begin to speak. I sense it. I sense it. I sense it. The heavens are opening right now. The heavens are opening right now. The heavens are beginning to open. Father, we thank you. We honor you. If you're here for the first time and you've not followed Hope Universe, I need you to click on the host there where it says Hope Universe. I need you to click there where it says Hope Universe so that when I restart this session, you get a direct not notification, a direct link that you can be able to join by and to join with. The rest of us, as we restart this session, I need you to be the first one to jump in because we are not going to wait. We're just going to minister to the Lord. When we minister to the Lord, a prophetic atmosphere is created. Our spirits get opened. There is a calibration that happens in the spirit and God begins to speak. Tonight, God has a word for you. If you are here and you can hear my voice, it's not coincidence that you're on this particular podcast. It's because God has a purpose with your life. And as we worship the Lord, as we worship the Lord, phenomenal things are going to begin to happen. People that, 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 that need an infilling of the Holy Ghost, a fresh encounter with the Spirit of God, are going to en encounter the touch of God in a phenomenal way. So I want you to be open-hearted. I want you to be open-spirited. Wherever you are, you know, just, just, just lose yourself if you can. If you're in a space where you are comfortable, just worship the Lord. We, 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 we just, we're just going to worship the Lord together. Glory be to God. We just, we're just going to worship the Lord together. So immediately jump in. In the next, uh, the first three minutes, we just have to be back again, all of us, quickly. Just jump in. Um, as you see the link, uh, the new link, just jump in quickly because we want to go to a place in him. We want to go to a place in him. I'm going to share with you a few dynamics around hearing the voice of God. How do we see in the spirit? 
How do we see in the spirit? You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be sharing a few things as we pray for individuals. Praise the name of Jesus. Are you ready, somebody? Are you ready, somebody? Are you ready, somebody? Praise the name of Jesus. And as you come in, immediately you come in, share the link again. Immediately you come in, share the link with others. Put it in the inbox of 30 people. Put it in the inbox, inbox of 30 people because we're going to pray right now. Glory be to the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want you to begin to pray in the Holy Ghost as you join the session join the session in prayer as you rejoin the session do that 